0: The views and opinions expressed on deeply upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the geeks under the influence network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times.
1: Fuck, Mary kill. Billionaire's edition. Oh,
0: wow. Well, it's
1: timely, you know.
0: It is. Because the downfall mm-hmm. of the billionaire is at hand. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. We'll so see. here's your
1: options. Okay. Elon Musk. Sure. Jeff Bezos. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg.
0: Yeah. The fact that I have to fuck and marry two of yeah. them. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, I'm an old former anarchist punk rocker team. I you know. know in, in, my, in my youth. And so like the eat the rich thing is still very much part of my value system. Yeah, eat's
1: not one of the options. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's not eat, eat, eat. That's <laughs> a different show entirely. Fuck Mary and kill. Oh, that's so tough because I you got know. Zuckerberg which is the downfall of society. <laughs> yep. And then you have Bezos who is the representation of the downfall
1: of, of small business.
0: <laughs> of small business. And then you got Musk who's just a douchebag.
1: That too, so, yeah. So
0: <laughs> just a weird douchebag. Yep. I'm going to say I think a lot of what this person did specifically expanded what the others were able to do, mm-hmm. a lot they their separate evils mm-hmm. is that the advancement in social media and using people as uh, basically these little running advertising like pegs in the board Mm -hmm. that every single thing that we do is analyzed to sell us stuff Mm -hmm. has ruined society and also their algorithms causing people to become more extremist and just like social media in general has absolutely fundamentally changed the way that human beings interact with one another Mm -hmm. in a very oftentimes negative way definitely so Especially with them being billionaires and also working on hearing everything. Yep. Let me very specifically say in this circumstance. <laughs> oh, no. My choice for, if <laughs> in this hypothetical situation, would be uh, the kill choice for Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> for be, legal
1: reasons, for, this is a joke. Exactly. <laughs> joke podcast. Is,
0: jokingly (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg yeah yeah
1: also is he even able to be killed as an AI (laughs) he's an
0: alien AI I think he's a poorly
1: uh programmed AI
0: (laughs) they didn't teach him well enough to be human we were talking earlier today about the host of hot ones
1: we were yeah. sean. sean oh my god sean evans? yeah sean evans he's created from the same company that I made mark think, zuckerberg i think
0: he's a uh, later model because zuckerberg is definitely one where there's more kinks where it's, yeah. it has less human features <laughs> and at least like Sean Evans, the color is right. Like, he he doesn't have, like, green tinge to him. That's true. He's just regular pasty. But I do want Mark Zuckerberg to go on Hot Ones, so it'll be like... Oh, my God. Because Sean Evans, like, he's, he's acting like he has human feelings. Yeah. But it's clearly, like, pantomiming
1: them. <laughs> it's, it's very like, ha-ha, Paul Rudd, you are funny. Yeah. Next question. Hey,
0: guys. <laughs> welcome to Hot Ones with Hot Questions. Today is Mark Zuckerberg. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Just very wooden. And we watch both of them have zero emotion while they're eating like the hottest possible wings. It's going to be like the (laughs) memes from back in the day where it had a Siri talking to uh, Alexa yes on, on the phones or whatever and they were just asking each other questions back and forth and then it was just basically like the meltdown of ai
1: i think they have more personality than sean and mark personally <laughs> So that's I how like we, that'd be more riveting programming that's how
0: we kill mark zuckerberg <laughs> is that we put him in a room with uh sean evans of hot ones and they immediately look at themselves as a a separate ai a threat. threat and decide to like turn on one another in a battle royale for the ages on Hot Wings.
1: Eradicate. Ones. Exactly.
0: And you're thinking like even hotter wings I thought was going to be what did it, but no. No. Even hotter AI is the Ooh, choice. Neither of them I would
1: say are even hotter no. than each other. <laughs> no. That's uh, not the definition that I would personally that's fair. descriptor.
0: All right. So that's for, for the kill part. I For fucking you. Mary. Ah, God. We've got Bezos. And what's with all the Lex Luthor looking motherfuckers in, <laughs> no. in the, that we're talking about? We've got Bezos and uh Chris Evans, who, not a billionaire, by the way, but I, if you're a billionaire, just don't shave your head. Like no. that's like saying like, I'm fully aware of my place
1: yeah, as much. a, as
0: a supervillain, like a Superman yeah. supervillain. You're
1: like, this hair is only getting in my way of doing evil. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's take one thing off the, off the board. I feel like Jeff Bezos would be like, I will get rid of my skin if it gives me right? more time Jeff to Bezos do, is like, make money.
0: I, I don't want a middle part as a choice to get in the way of people taking me (laughs) seriously as an evil entity in this world. Exactly. So. Survey on Family Feud said that bald is the most evil of hairstyles. Yeah. He he looked at a survey and saw that actually Amazon employees, after being absolutely destroyed with the amount of work for the lack of pay, (laughs) feel even worse if somebody (laughs) <laughs> that looks like an extra on Dawson's Creek fires them, so he decided to <laughs> shave his head bald instead. They're perfect. like this tracks now. Yeah, this, this makes perfect fully sense. Fully makes sense. He is single now,
1: so he's available for fucking or marrying.
0: <laughs> I'm so into not doing either one of those, but the, the thing is, is that I think I oh god this is the hardest i I mean maybe the hardest fuck marry kill that we've had and i knew
1: it was but i am evil which is why after this i'm actually shaving my head (laughs) to commit to the bit fully i am a villain
0: well anybody that's listened to more than one of these episodes knows (laughs) knows that you're a villain (laughs) so hi (laughs) (laughs) so i have to fuck and marry jeff bezos or uh elon Elon Musk. musk and elon musk he I would say is out of the 3 the least affecting to me is that he's a douchebag. Totally. Total douchebag. Not somebody I want to spend any time with, but as far None. as the things that he's done to the world is yeah. less affecting so far. So far. <laughs> he's also working on space technology right. so <laughs> I want to hear this episode 10 years from now when he has his uh, his Tesla space lasers yep. uh, waging war against the, the world's governments and yep. uh, and he has a weird spider crawly monster robot that he's using to destroy whole cities definitely for now not uh, he's just building his supervillain army
1: also can we just talk about the fact that all three of these men have probably the most overwhelmingly minimal amount of sexual charisma like all three of them i they don't have enough money to pay me to want to have sex with them <laughs> <laughs> and they have all the money. That's the all thing of it.
0: it Maybe for you, but that is not the case for many.
1: True. Okay. But like money notwithstanding, these three truly, there's like no game to be had by any of them. There's no, nothing sexual about these three people. No,
0: not at all. They're like, oh God,
1: what's like, the opposite of sexuality?
0: I think. Elon Musk is an alien. He's a lizard person.
1: He is a lizard He's person. He's a lizard person. He's the prototype, I think, for lizard people.
0: Yes. And then, of course, Zuckerberg is the AI. Definitely. And then Bezos is just the straight up old school, yeah. like 1950s, 60s, mm-hmm. like super villain, yep. rich, megalomaniac, super Technology. villain. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Definitely. So, hmm. So out of those archetypes murdering the ai because the ai is like unstoppable force and you need to just take it down as quickly as humanly possible the lizard people or the evil billionaire (laughs) ah that is tough i think what i'm gonna have to do (laughs) Mm -hmm. is marry the evil billionaire to utilize his funds to fight off the uh, amassing armies of the reptilian lizard people
1: Mm. So, do you think fucking a lizard person is gonna feel different? Like, will you know when he's like inside you, or vice versa? Well, I
0: think that's before I get married to Jeff Bezos, so I can figure out where the lizard people are vulnerable. Mm, okay. Well, we're nude. They're soft spots. Well, well, we're I'm reenacting the picture of uh, Yoko Ono and John Lennon in bed <laughs> with Elon Musk. Nice. I'm the one curled up. Yep. Then that's when I'm going to be able to look at the lizard person vulnerabilities on Elon Musk's body.
1: I'm going to say, based on real lizards, I would go for like the soft underbelly kind of thing. They're usually very smooth and I feel like very easily like punctured or something.
0: And given where a lot of Elon Musk's money is coming from, Mm -hmm. the the underbelly is where he's most familiar. (laughs)
1: Definitely. (laughs) The seedy underbelly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay, great.
0: Which, little known fact, that the underbelly of Elon Musk is covered in seeds. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) What kind of seed?
0: It's seed money, actually. Oh, okay, that's, that's
1: that makes a lot more a sense. A little more sense there, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I think solid choices here.
0: Are, is that the same uh, choices you're going to make, or are you going a different way with this one?
1: Honestly, I was kind of hoping that you would forget to ask me this question back <laughs> for the first time in history. This is a really because difficult one. this question one. sucks, and yeah. I'm not sorry until now that I have to answer it myself. Sure. See, I don't like consequences yeah. um, of my own actions.
0: <laughs> Neither do the three billionaires we're talking about right, <laughs> right? now. Right?
1: So maybe I should just marry all three of them. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> Lean into my villain life.
0: It's like a it's a, like a bukkake, but instead it's just like oh. stacks of one hundred dollar bills that are being just thrown <laughs> at your face. And just they're like, covered in paper cuts. They don't even care. You're like cackling with joy, and they're just like, "This <laughs> means nothing to me." Pretty I am much dead inside. They're putting
1: it into the fireplace to keep us warm. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Kindling.
0: They're like throwing it at the asses of like homeless strippers. Uh, I guess <laughs> there's homeless strippers in this version. Um, just <laughs> laughing, being like, ah. Uh, hitting your butt. I don't know how to be a billionaire. (laughs) I don't know what they do.
1: They obviously have sex on giant piles of money. That's what the movies have taught us.
0: That is true. So
1: I feel like once I do that once, then I'm going to be like, now what do I do with all this fucking money?
0: You're going to feel undeniably like broken for the rest of your life. Like you've done such wrong by engaging in what you had to in this this hypothetical question. So definitely some like good for the world.
1: Yeah, I think so. You're going to
0: create like Water systems in in Central Africa and, you know, solar technologies in lower income areas. Yeah, I think
1: that's definitely the case is that I am actually an incredible person who has no money and no rich husband that I want to spite by spending his money on things that he would never spend his money on, such as water for underprivileged countries
0: and (laughs) i would go for it little known fact the reason why bill gates is such a humanitarian now is because of when he was in a real bukkake with jeff bezos (laughs) mike zuckerberg or mark zuckerberg and uh and elon musk
1: were you thinking of yourself as mike zuckerberg if you actually switched it up and married (laughs) him it could have been you The other good news is if I go with your plan and I marry Bezos and then I obviously like have to shave my head to be like Mrs. Villain, I would have massive amounts of wig money. So I would just be like swimming in wigs like Moira Rose. True. And you're like you're the
0: second wife there. So it's not like second wife and especially him already a billionaire at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, he knows he's not getting true love in his life oh like, no there's no way him as a billionaire he's gonna be able to find run into somebody in a fucking coffee shop and be like oh we both really like zeppelin right he sends her a record in the mail via amazon be like, right. ha, ha, ha.
1: <laughs> that's not gonna happen she's like oh this is so sweet and i like you so much but like next time could you not shop amazon i really try and go local and he's like oh well see i bought uh, a shop
0: local bag from amazon that i put the record in so
1: <laughs> does that count
0: Oh, now I want to check Amazon and see uh, if they have a shop local bag available.
1: I bet they do. They have everything. Amazon is shameless.
0: Speaking of shameless, if you want to help out the geeks on the Influence Network, make sure to shop at GUIPodcast.com and click on the shop Amazon link. Yep. (laughs) Anything you purchase goes to the network.
1: You're going to shop there anyway. You're already supporting the bald billionaire. So Evil.
0: let villain. us have
1: a, a teeny tiny little baby portion of it. It's really nothing compared to that rich bitch. So. We understand
0: that he that he's evil, but yeah. he has stepped down as CEO now. That's that's recent news. Uh, he's yeah. now so an have... executive chair. Right. Which means basically nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. So
1: I, and if he thought that this was gonna give him like less vitriol, like honey, no. You fucked up big time.
0: Big time.
1: Big time. So anyways, we're going to wrap this episode up. I'm going to go hit on Jeff Bezos in a coffee shop for billionaires. And I will see you suckers never. Bye. (laughs) This has been deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogart. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are going to be using our expertise once again to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries.
0: Quandaries. And
1: also some of our upsetting hypothetical quandaries because this episode we just couldn't resist. Yes, we've got a couple of
0: our own ideas on here too. And Mm -hmm. you know what? Since we're the ones running the show, we get to make that decision. We're like Adam Sandler and the Wedding Singer. We have the microphone. We do. You have to listen to everything we goddamn say.
1: We get to do whatever we want. And you can just stop listening. We would understand. (laughs)
0: don't though (laughs) don't though. please don't
1: and tell your friends not to either
0: tell your friends to tell more people to start listening
1: and to start asking us questions we need them Mm -hmm. we need your questions you can ask them in a bunch of different ways and i will try and answer them um so here's how you can ask easiest way is social media uh we post asking for your questions on facebook and twitter at deeply upsetting also if you just have something that pops into your mind you don't have to wait for us to ask we will find it don't you worry it won't be buried under all the millions and millions of um Zuckerberg robots that are coming to get us on our page, hopefully. Or
0: all the love letters from Jeff Bezos that we get.
1: Mm-hmm. Now that he knows that we're available to his, you know, whims.
0: Exactly. He's he's like, you know, I love when you talk dirty to me about Amazon.com <laughs> on your podcast and uh
1: Do you feel like Jeff Bezos does like to be like dominated though? Definitely. Absolutely. 100%. Like humiliated. Yes. I think so, too. He's a,
0: like, step on his balls with high heels yep, type of guy, yep, for sure. Yep.
1: And, like, honestly, I think it's he likes it when you tell him, like, how corrupt his business is.
0: Right. I really do. The only, like, <laughs> while you're stepping on his balls with high heels. The only time he can come is when he, he reads complaints from disenfranchised, uh, <laughs> impoverished workers from <laughs> Pretty warehouses. much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or reading just, like, negative reviews on Amazon Prime select products or whatever.
0: Yeah. Like, I can't even afford to, like, feed my family. And he's like, oh, it starts coming. <laughs> That is
1: a terrible image for everyone involved. So if you want to ask us questions that don't have to do with Jeff Bezos, you never have to hear about us talking about him coming ever again. Um, Like I said, Facebook or Twitter, you can email us at Geeks Under the influence at gmail.com. Put deeply upsetting in the subject line, or you can text us, leave a voicemail, what have you on the GUI network hotline, which is 804-505-4484, 804-505-4GUI.
0: Also, remember, if you want to send us an illustration of Ooh. anything that we're talking about, like if you want to draw Jeff Bezos's O-Face, mm. then you can send that to the uh, hotline as well.
1: And we will post it on social media and give you credit Absolutely. where credit is due.
0: If th- there's something that we want to send to the world from the show, it's a number of pictures, illustrations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of Jeff Bezos coming.
1: True. Or I would also love an illustration of the guy from Hot Ones and Mark Zuckerberg imploding each other. That would be really cool for me, too.
0: I would put that on the cover of our show.
1: forever. (laughs)
0: Forever. That would be it
1: forever.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, I want that more than anything now. I
1: really do. I wish that I was talented at um, anything, (laughs) but especially the drawing.
0: I just want to see that interaction of Evan's. Asking some loaded question. We went to your Facebook, not Instagram. he's like, actually, ha ha ha, we own Instagram now too. With just holding his hands weirdly, not knowing what to do with them. Just holding them up in the air. He like picks
1: up the wing with a
0: fork. He bites through the bone. He totally would do that. Just a clean sheer of, of meat and bone all the way through.
1: Nothing would surprise me less. Chewing honestly. like
0: a <laughs> cow chewing cud, just like his jaw moving in a circular motion as it's just grinding bone and meat.
1: <laughs> and for no reason at all, just to prove that he can do it, he's rubbing his belly and patting his head at the same
0: time. And then you hear what sounds like internal fans turning on <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as he's swallowing. The cleaning mechanism <laughs> is whirring
1: away. He's you trying see, to like talk loudly enough to cover it
0: wiper blades go across his front <laughs> and lower teeth
1: i wish i had that that's amazing I really do Ugh, why couldn't i have been made nothing <laughs> not born
0: nothing worse than wet teeth honestly
1: <laughs> nothing that's why he also has the drying mechanism that goes across afterwards like a car wash basically <laughs> it's like fucking squeegees them off
0: afterwards spinning pieces of cloth <laughs> yeah. that are running over his teeth like buffing them
1: <laughs> yes exactly and then
0: a speaker that makes that like Gling noise when something's clean and you see the little reflection Ooh, yeah. spot yep. that just mm-hmm. plays off when his teeth are <laughs> sparkly. We
1: could probably buy something like that off Amazon. <laughs> we could be just like Mark Zuckerberg.
0: And as long as we shop through com. <laughs> oh
1: fuck. <laughs> How many times are you going to say that during this episode? As
0: many times as I'm capable of doing, yeah.
1: And so, it's it's, see, it's so funny, too, because it's the opposite of the actual GUI episodes when you have to, like, do the ads, because that's technically, like, the show that's sponsored. And now the ads have just totally devolved into you being like, if you shop at Amazon, you're a fucking loser. But anyways, do it anyway, because we know you're going to, so just (laughs) use our link, piece of shit, lazy bastard buying all your shit from Amazon
0: normally on the on Geeks Under the Influence I am uh, mostly making fun of just Bezos yes this so, is true Yeah, this is yeah. true I'm not, not so much going after our audience that's for many other reasons
1: oh that's me I
0: forgot like having poor taste <laughs> and listening not, to the show that's why
1: I'm not allowed to be on that show anymore <laughs> I just berate the audience you're all losers I'm like, no you need <laughs> no, to calm stop. down
0: calm down I
1: get too into the spirit while we're making fun of the billionaires I just start making fun of everyone <laughs> in the world I cannot differentiate G8.
0: If they have a shaved head, that is one way to determine. Okay. And that's not to say that anybody with a shaved head yeah, is Yeah, there a goes our bald listenership. There goes like one of the showrunners is uh, is bald. Oh yeah. And if he's uh-huh. holding out on us. <laughs> I'm just like, here's a link to some microphones on sale that are like decent for how cheap they are, and he's just like counting money at home. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, that's cool. Uh anyway. Like, <laughs> I have a jetpack. Oh, uh, yeah, that's we need fun. to
1: expose him. How do we do that?
0: Uh, we don't have like an investigative podcast. So we need to work on that. We should make
1: one for sure. I don't think
0: I don't think we need to investigate a goddamn thing. I think we do. <laughs> oh, no, I love this idea.
1: Let us know in the comments <laughs> right? if we should start like a <laughs> like an amateur gumshoe podcast.
0: Well, uh, since uh, Booze Clues, which was uh, our yes. most investigative show on the network, is uh, no longer, there mm-hmm. is some room for an investigative show. That's true. We could like dig into uh, the, the world of the internet or, uh, or or crime stories or just weird stories that are happening.
1: I enjoy that we're starting though. We've already nailed this down. This is happening. We're starting with finding out if all bald people are rich villains.
0: <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. That's it's first. an important thing. That's first and foremost. Very much. <laughs> I guess we should probably get into the questions, huh? I think so. Yeah. I th- I'm going to start with a question that we got from somebody I'm familiar with. Yeah. I've known for... I think maybe the longest uh, that I've known anyone.
1: Oh, you think so? Yeah,
0: it's my, my mother, Aww. actually. Uh, I'm really hoping that she just gives us these questions and doesn't listen does. to the episodes. There's
1: no way she listens to the episode because she still like wants to be in contact with us and stuff.
0: That's true. And that there, there's a certain point where she's going to just go, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> she's I... going to
1: wash her hands of this whole situation. <laughs> and I think that even if she had... Listened and didn't support. She definitely wouldn't be like enabling us with questions if she'd listened to it before. True. All
0: right. So the question from my my lovely mother Lori mm-hmm. is: If dogs ran the world, this is so fucking pure. It's
1: such a mom question. It's such it's a adorable. mom question.
0: If dogs ran the world, what would your job be? It's so cute. That's like something off a fucking Sesame Street. It's like this really is so sweet. so rated G. It it's is. ridiculous. I love this question. It's
1: we should have finished it, like, just all the debauchery of our podcast and then ended on this question, which I think we were going to on last the, time. On the
0: sweet popsicle dessert yep. <laughs> after, after, like, a tire fire of a dinner. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting off sweet on this one. Yeah. So if dogs were in the world, what would your job be? What are you uh, thinking on this so one here? Cute.
1: Every time you say it out loud, it just, like gives me like little hard eyes <laughs>
0: so precious. I just I'm just assuming there's an entire world of dogs and they all have bow ties.
1: Oh, absolutely. Or little do. hats. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Or like little pearl necklaces or something. Pearl necklaces, for yeah, for, for the
0: girl dogs. <laughs> we all know that Dogs are boys And (laughs) cats are girls
1: Oh yes This is true You're right If we're talking about about
0: Precious rated G Like (laughs) childhood stuff Then it's true
1: I never learned that In childhood Or I never (laughs) was like Under that inclination But
0: no I mean That was very quickly Diminished for me But like I (laughs) really do believe That when I was a little kid I thought I mean little little kid Like 14, 15 Yeah That I was like Cats are girls Yeah And dogs are boys It made
1: so much sense to me You told me this Like a week ago When you were super drunk (laughs) (laughs) I made you Google it, and you started crying. <laughs> you don't remember
0: that? It's like, no, it can't be true. Boy, cats. Have you never heard of a tom cat? Like, no. <laughs> I thought it's like when a girl's named Charlie. I
1: had no idea. I'm sorry that I ruined your life, and I'm sorry that it's being brought up again. It's been a
0: rough week. I know. Trying to come to terms with this.
1: I know you haven't stopped talking about it yet. <laughs> Every down moment. That's why I've been sleeping so much.
0: Anytime somebody brings up their dog and I'd go, like, is it a boy or a girl? Because they can be both.
1: <laughs> and they're Just like, in case they're
0: worried that I didn't know yep, that.
1: Yep. Oh, it's a girl. You're like, yep, I knew. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing, actually.
0: <laughs> Did you know
1: that? <laughs> they're like, I'm going to leave now. I'm going to leave this <laughs> conversation currently. Okay. So in the dog world where there are boy and girl dogs, <laughs> etc., yes. I think that the dogs would learn very, very quickly that I am like a touch forward person and so I would probably end up being like a dog masseuse or something. Yeah. I feel like I would just be in charge of the scritches. Um and I would just be like scritch master or
0: something scritch like master. that.
1: And then I would get like super muscular fingers you have like
0: abs on your digits
1: yeah probably and my forearms would be like a 14 year old boy who just learned to jerk off (laughs) it'd be just like ripped
0: (laughs) you have just fucking big muscly mitts Mm -hmm.
1: I think that that would be me okay and I also think it would be worth it because that that would be like the anti-stress like a you know an anti-anxiety kind of treatment for the dogs the business dogs
0: the worst part for you I think though is that your your title is great, which would be Scritchmaster. Yeah, of course. That's the legit Scritchmaster
1: title. General. Yes,
0: <laughs> so that's great. Yeah, but the downside is is that Doggo Talk would just be the way the world talked about oh, things. No. And I know you're not the biggest uh, Doggo Talk aficionado. At a certain
1: point, it's just it's too much for me.
0: <laughs> it's in there with like the Cat Talk too. That I can has.
1: Yes, yes. Not that's a big also fan either. Too much for me.
0: I, I myself am. Um, Okay, with your choices, dog overlords, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, Maybe your mom
1: knows something that we don't, and she wanted us to just like start prepping
0: right? <laughs> the dog overlords are coming. I think I might end up being kind of a uh, a philosophical coach of sorts. Oh like a life coach uh, kind of a life coach for dogs where it, it it's mainly my main position would be throwing the ball, sure, but then it would be a whole conversation about why you're chasing the ball in the first place. Good, and, yeah, and then relating that to the the values that the dog has in their life, what they're looking for is the journey of finding the ball, really the important part, or is it ownership of the ball, or what is it that keeps them going?
1: Right, what's their purpose?
0: Exactly, and I think using the ball and throwing the ball as kind of a a leeway into that philosophical conversation is going to give the dogs a chance to kind of understand, you know, what is my purpose? What right. is what is a dog's purpose? Yep,
1: it's kind of like when they go to see you. They're like, don't tell them that the ball is a symbol. They have to, like, figure it out on their own or else it's not, you know, going to have the same impact. Yeah. And all of these, like, Zen-like dogs are going around knowing that, like, the ball is a symbol. Give a dog a ball. Mm-hmm.
0: He, he balls for a day. <laughs> <laughs> T- he balls out of control. <laughs> he balls out of control. <laughs> Teach a dog to throw the ball himself. Mm. And, he, and, he, and he he balls out of control for the rest <laughs> of his uh, short depressingly oh, short God. dog
1: God. Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> Don't bring that up to the dogs when you're teaching them about life.
0: Also, let, let's break down. Like, there, there is, with this setup where the, mm-hmm. the dogs are like, it's a dog's world and we have jobs in the dog world. Mm-hmm. So this is the opposite where it's like you can have multiple dogs in your life uh, as a dog owner in, in our world. But if the dogs are in the world, then it's like the... Amount of conversation that a dog is going to have with with like its kid about getting a human, yeah. Beforehand is like you do realize that this is like something that your great great grandkids are going to have to take care of. Oh, true. Well, like you can't you can't just like get a kid get a person and then expect it to be okay. And they're like, well, what if we get like an old person? And they're like, that is an option, but they don't do nearly as much.
1: <laughs> they're just going to sit there and maybe be racist.
0: We, we call those the gray hairs, and they talk <laughs> a lot about how. The uh, the younger humans uh, don't know how good they got it. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's all they do. And then also just say racial slurs <laughs> randomly.
1: They can only be placated with Fox News. Oh, <laughs> Is that no. worth
0: it to have in your house? Sometimes when they're cleaning up your shit, they also have to have their shit cleaned up, too. And then you end up mm-hmm. having to get a second human yep. to help your human along. It's just it's and too then much. Before you know it, you, you're lousy with humans. Mm-hmm. And you're now like a human lady or, oh, a, hu- no. human, or a human dog. That, They're looked down upon. You know, a house full of humans. They're getting loose in the neighborhood. They're everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> they will swarm an infestation of humans. But that would be ama- that. That's like if, uh, if there was like a pet that we had that lived like several hun- hundred years. Mm-hmm. And then getting one, it's just like you are setting your later generations up for like a mass of, of responsibilities right out the gate. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, like great-great-grandkids great, are going to have this thing that like has tons of medical problems and they don't even get to enjoy the good years of it.
1: Wow. So basically, unless the humans have jobs, they're basically useless. There's going to be like no pet humans
0: because
1: <laughs> they've been dissuaded against
0: it by you. <laughs> Imagine you're like the great-great-grandkid, do- grand dog. Uh-huh and you're just like this human's incontinent like it doesn't do like i (laughs) i have this thing for like 15 years Mm -hmm. and that's like on the good side of things for Mm -hmm. my breed and uh and like it's already shitting itself yep and it's just calling for mary and i think that was like (laughs) a couple generations before his name or something i don't know but i
1: don't know anything about
0: mary i don't know anything about mary mary was way before our times that was that was before uh oh ww3 which is wolf wolf 3
1: oh That's, no yeah oh no yeah. see you took it too far i did you made it too adorable
0: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast isn't about that i need to stop because those are annoying to me how bad those puns are so <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna stop but also i'm picturing like golden retrievers in pith helmets
1: oh wow yeah yeah I mean, that is adorable to think about, I guess.
0: Like the fake paw from like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog coming up with like a walkie-talkie for them oh, to no. talk into. Like,
1: wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Triumph does not exist in this adorable world that we have laid out by your mother. Triumph
0: the Insult Comic Dog is like the edgy comedian of uh, that ends up getting... He's the Louis C.K. of the dog oh, world. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where he's like, ha ha, you're funny, and then finds out some like really gross dark shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dark shit. That mm-hmm. people are like, oh, ugh. And then a lot of dogs just secretly
1: like him, but feel like they right. can't talk about it with
0: anybody. There's a lot of separate the art for them from the artist uh-huh. conversation that goes on with Triumph.
1: Yep, and I'm hearing a whole lot about it during the
0: scritching sessions. <laughs> people are like, he talked about all the things he wanted to poop on, and then you find out that he's actually pooping on people, and you're like surprised all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm not the one you should be telling. I'm a people. Of course I'm gonna have specific opinions about the matter. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, so you're a scritcher. I'm a scritcher. I am a ball thrower, a philosopher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talking about what the ball represents kind yes, of thing. Okay, cool. So Like a dog therapist, ball thrower slash. Yeah, yeah. Because in dog world, they're not going to have a straight up dog therapist. Like they're going to have a dog therapist that also throws ball.
1: Exactly, yeah. Because yeah, so. I'm kind of like a dog therapist too, I think. I'm definitely going to hear a lot of shit. Sure, sure. During the scritches. I think
0: really every job that you have in dog world mm-hmm. has therapy attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> As an excuse for you being more than just the person that throws the ball or does the scritches.
1: Well, that's pretty accurate in the human world too, True. though, because how many like hairdressers are basically therapists, bartenders, makeup artists? Yeah, we
0: just aren't <laughs> honest with ourselves about it.
1: Exactly, we just don't get to like put that on our resume, which is unfortunate. It
0: really is
1: terrible. So our next question is from Murphy Lawless, one of our absolute favorite people and burlesque performers from Burlesque right now.
0: Burlesque, stand-up, entertainment in general. Everything, really. Regular uh, supporter of the GUI Network shows. And Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just too talented for their own good at everything, apparently. Yes. <laughs> As we can just list their accomplishments. <laughs> right. Jesus and they happen to ask us this wonderful question. So Murphy asked, "Say there's a version of MMA that's all classical actors, you know, people like Julie Andrews, Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly, Angela Lansbury, etc. Who is the last one standing and what's their finishing move?" I love this question. I
0: I had one name that kind of showed up right away in my brain. Okay. Uh when looking at this question and it's just like the most like badass possible. Yeah person okay and well there were two and one is just somebody that was like an absolute heinous human being like like just the worst to work with and there's like legend about how awful this actress was oh Um, and then there's Vivian Lee I was thinking Joan Crawford
1: oh shit okay but
0: I settled on because you want somebody that's like dynamic that is able to like hold their own and not just mean but also like mean when necessary but also like a badass okay uh so I went with Lucille Ball Oh yes, yeah. And also, I want to so I want to celebrate Lucille Ball. Like I want to celebrate too. the last one standing. So
1: me too, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about how Lucille Ball wins.
0: Uh Lucille Ball is definitely like a head game player. Yes, she's good on her own right and can kind of like she's a duck and weave, like float like a butterfly, sting like a bee kind of MMA yes. fighter. But also will get in their head mm-hmm. and play vulnerable when necessary and then mm-hmm. go in for the kill like mm-hmm. is is way smarter than most of the like her her competition yep. is able to kind of lure them in and then strike
1: you know who else i think could do the exact same thing and was somebody that i considered for literally the exact same reasons is marilyn
0: monroe marilyn monroe like, even more so with the super underestimated not being um given proper credit yep is absolutely mm-hmm. Uh, The way, man. Imagine if they were a tag team. I know. Oh man, Marilyn Monroe, Lucille Ball. That'd be fantastic. So Lucille Ball, I could see just taking down dudes left and right. Absolutely. Thinking like this weak little woman, and then just utterly.
1: Oh, that bitch is scrappy,
0: and will emasculate them quicker than uh, anybody's business. Definitely.
1: And Ricky will just stand by and support.
0: (laughs) He'll just. She'll just show them her net worth, and then they'll start weeping. Truly. Yeah, and Desi is gonna be in oh, the corner. Desi. Or Desi is just gonna be like, You should have known.
1: <laughs> is that your Desi impression? That's, my de- that's really that's, good.
0: I don't want to do any more than that or it'll become racist. Yeah, very so true. like that's very it. True. That's the line. Well,
1: I forgot Desi's real name, so I'm not doing great <laughs> myself over You're here. Like, Ricky. Ricky Ricardo forever. <laughs> tattooed on my heart.
0: He's like, No one remembers my name.
1: That's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> well, she gave herself her real name and was like, You get a different one. Fuck you. <laughs> I wonder why. Do you know why? Why? Why she got to have her own name on the show and he didn't?
0: Well, she uh, she ran the show. Like, it was her True. show. Yeah. So she was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, great. Also, I think it was probably because of, you know, even though she was a pioneer mm-hmm. in the film industry mm-hmm. doing that kind of thing and had her own studio, Desi mm-hmm. at that time was probably less palatable to the American audience than Ricky.
1: Yeah. Very true. So
0: it really sucks. Yeah. But that was probably part of the uh, agreements with producers and such that. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Americanization kind of deal.
0: I'm sure she probably ran into a lot of issue with having a non-white husband on the show.
1: Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I bet that that's why they ended up in like separate beds on the show. Oh, probably. I guarantee that that's why.
0: Hmm. That's sad. (laughs) That's really sad. So if she is (laughs) able to like smash that glass ceiling yep. and she's able to smash on some nuts too in the MMA cage. So
1: You know who else I would also love to see just like tearing dudes apart who was always just like taken advantage of by men is Judy Garland. I would love if everyone was like, well, Judy's not going to be a real threat because she's like on pills and shit. And she just like shows up one day stone cold sober to like the finals in the MMA competition and just starts tearing men to pieces like with her teeth. She doesn't even know. She she doesn't know
0: she's in an MMA competition. Right. (laughs) She thinks she's at a a club.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And one of the dudes says something shitty to her like they always did. And so she just goes for it. Like, what are you
0: all standing around looking at? (laughs) Make the band play.
1: She wants music while she rips the dudes to shreds. Some of that
0: good old jazz, and she's just like just murdering dudes,
1: (laughs) just putting out cigarettes on them
0: (laughs) in their eyes and shit. You're like
1: Jesus Christ, hardcore. (laughs) And Marilyn Monroe's like, yes, (laughs) continue.
0: Like fanning, like oh no, but Siegler, like yes,
1: yes. (laughs) Two people that I would love to just watch. In some sort of fight because you know that they could do some, like, crazy shit would be Fred and Ginger. Because their feet can do inhuman things.
0: They would be, like, parkouring all (laughs) over that (laughs) MMA cage.
1: (laughs) They would totally be parkouring. They'd be parkouring off each other like crazy. Why is there
0: not, like, an old school, like, tap dance movie but incorporating parkour?
1: Oh, my God. I wish. I really, really wish. We need that.
0: Like It's, like, stomp but way more aggressive (laughs) and... Loud and loud,
1: (laughs) so fucking loud. (laughs) I would enjoy that so much, yeah. (laughs) And I would love to see Fred and Ginger as the stars (laughs) of that movie.
0: Hardcore, hardcore tapping,
1: yep. There's a better name in there, yeah. Work on it. We're not at the final stages yet. No, basically, I would love to see any of these classical actors in an MMA fight. And even though I don't know if she would be that good at it. Um, I would love to see Angela Lansbury come up on top because after every single person she killed, I would love for her to be like, murder she did. <laughs> that should be workshop two. That's not a really good finishing murder line.
0: Murder she did? Yeah, yeah. But like, you
1: know, murder she wrote,
0: but. Murder <laughs> she wrought.
1: Ooh, that's way, way better. That's yeah, solid. That's okay. so, I put 0% thought into mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's too clunky. So yeah, I want Angela to like bone up on her skills her fighting skills and um, also bone up to... on
0: breaking bones yes yes yes
1: in order to use murder she rot oh <laughs> man that fucking rules that like gets me juice just to say
0: it. <laughs> i just think of angela lansbury as a, a derby chick
1: yes <laughs> just, like, oh my the god the helmet on <laughs> just bashing into the people scream, oh. murder she rot bitch <laughs> Whip <With> me <laughs> I would love to see it.
0: I need to see this. I need to see that and then I need to see the Zuckerberg on hot ones and then I'm happy.
1: We've got some really great programming that would be amazing if people put us in charge of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now I just want to think about what everyone's finishing lines are. Not necessarily their finishing moves, but like how are they going? What's their like catchphrase for when they murder someone?
0: Oh man. <laughs> Something with I love Lucy okay, would be for, yeah. for Lucille Balls like yeah. You may love I love Lucy, but I love murder. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So So, It's a little clunky. (laughs) Way
1: too long. Oh, okay. I've got one. Every single time, Marilyn Monroe, her finishing move is to like jump on someone. What's the word for when you basically like use your arm to like jump on someone with your whole weight? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, an elbow drop. Yeah, an elbow drop. Okay. She's elbow dropping bitches, and every time she does, she goes blonde bombshell. Nice. I mean, that would be incredible.
0: Who was it that did the no wire hangers thing?
1: Joan Crawford. That was
0: Joan Crawford. Yeah, so yeah. That's definitely her finishing move: is wire hangers. Wire hangers, where she just like pulls one out and like unassembles it and then uses it to just like whip the ever living fuck out oh of my their, God, her assailant. Yes. And they're just covered in whip marks like, <laughs> <Yes>. please <laughs> no. Cause I'm sorry. I don't care how hard somebody punches. Mm-hmm. That's less scary than somebody with just like an unwound wire hanger. Oh yeah. Like coming like death at you by a
1: thousand cuts. Yeah. Fuck. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. Yeah. I would
0: be so much more upset at that. Terrifying. <laughs> I forget what movie it was that they had, like, they ripped off a car antenna and was coming after somebody with, um, you know, some comedy movie. Oh, I movie. feel like I
1: know what you're talking about, yeah.
0: And I was watching it, and I know it was for comedic element. I was not laughing. Mm-mm. I was like, that's... Oh, I can feel that through yeah. the screen. Oh. That's so... uh
1: Terrible. Visceral. Yeah. And so as she was doing it, she was screaming, more wire hangers. More wire hangers. And they just kept, like, manifesting. <laughs>
0: like an anime just hovering behind her (laughs) or her daughter was there like giving them to her (laughs) perfect
1: as a twist in the story (laughs) (laughs) i want to see this
0: i i want to see uh danny k um doing some some parkour tap dancing action as well yes him and Gene Kelly in a tap off in MMA would be pretty. That fucking would fantastic. be amazing. Yeah, and
1: I just really want to see Gene Kelly get like brutally murdered because he was apparently such a fucking monster. True. Yeah.
0: I actually share. Speaking of monsters, I share a birthday with uh with Gene Kelly. I believe.
1: Really? I believe so. Yeah. Really. Yep. Wow. I'm glad that you're not a vicious, awful monster. As far as our <laughs> listeners know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that's all we'll tell them.
0: (laughs) Not just Joan Crawford that enjoys a good wire hanger.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) I'm trying to do good with my diction on the podcast. (laughs) You
0: (laughs) stammered.
1: There are so many wire hangers in the studio. I never asked why.
0: um, A large grouping of wire hangers is uh, called a threat. Oh,
1: well, it's called a Crawford. Yeah, called a Crawford. <laughs> Hit him with the Crawford. Oh, man. Uh,
0: All right, so I think we're, we're good with uh, our MMA yep. uh, classical actor thing. We've got an, our next question, mm-hmm. uh, and this is one that uh, I have come up with. Mm-hmm. It's very timely. It is a little timely. This is in relation to everything going on with the stock markets, right? Or the stonk markets, as oh, it yes. were. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to misspeak. Of course. I want people to know that I'm, I'm hip. You to the, are. To the uh, to the lingo extremely here. Extremely hip. So in relation to that is this question. After the revolution of 2021 where uh, GameStop stockholders waged a bloody overthrow of Wall Street and threw the world into upheaval, survivors now band together as tribes and name themselves after now defunct companies. What would your post-apocalyptic tribe name be? And what is your group's focus? So basically, the GameStop stockholders mm-hmm. would adopt GameStop as their tribal name of and probably be more of a kind of a Robin Hood tribe where they're robbing uh-huh. from rich, giving to the poor. <laughs> I-, I know, ha, ha, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Ironic ha. and sad. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. So that's kind of what their actions have, like, focused their group's behavior under. Mm-hmm. So it, with, you know, maybe stores relating to companies or the company themselves, mm-hmm. what company are you using as your tribal name and what is your, your, com- your tribe's focus?
1: Okay, so actually, uh, funny enough, because we have been talking about it, I think that my tribe would be Facebook. And the reason why is that I am not particularly brutal, unfortunately. Like, I like to think that I am quite scrappy, but I'm not that brutal. And so the only way that I think that I could survive in the apocalypse is to like no more than other people to be like sneaky and get information and like learn secrets and just kind of be like an all-knowing presence and that's how I'm like two steps ahead of everything else so So I'm just out for myself really
0: so you're thinking Facebook is the tribal name and it would Mm -hmm. be spycraft spycraft okay Mm -hmm. that you're 100% learning information about other tribes Mm -hmm. you're using that to build algorithms figure out like best ways to have some semblance of like psychological control over neighboring tribes that's
1: or just be two steps ahead of everybody else so i can protect myself when it comes down to it and my tribe okay Mm -hmm.
0: not a bad way to be i can imagine that given the uh reputation of facebook Mm -hmm. in the post-apocalypse though you're dealing with uh even more spycraft of it not being known that you are of the Facebook tribe when trying to attain oh, that yeah. information. Oh, We wouldn't
1: tell people that we were Facebook. We would tell people we were something really, really innocent.
0: Um, like a separate app that maybe has worked with Facebook in the past but isn't part of Facebook. Yeah. Kind of similar to how Facebook does it. With- or we
1: would just be like really, really obnoxious and pretend like we're just like filming all the shit that's happening in the apocalypse when really we're taking your information. So everyone would call us Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. But
1: really we are Facebook. We are Legion. That's
0: that's perfect. <laughs> that you say that you're the Instagram tribe, yep. but really. And you're everyone's the like, Oh tribe.
1: god, they're so annoying. They're just like it seems like they're having so much fun during this when like the world is burning to the ground and really we're like filming you while you're talking and getting all your It's secrets. like
0: taking a picture in front of this like crumbling Statue of Liberty, giving mm-hmm. like the peace sign yep. with your shades like on the yep. edge of your nose yep. and on the little halter top, like that's summer
1: ever. Yeah exactly but really if you like zoom in on the photo you can see like someone's you know journal entry about where they're going next <laughs> right there's <laughs>
0: everything's a
1: everything's for a purpose there's a,
0: a picture of like a leader of one of the warring tribes mm-hmm. so that you can get a better idea of who they are exactly kind of yeah exactly okay. okay
1: so yeah there you go everyone will know us as face or as instagram but truly we are facebook
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are legion yeah yeah <laughs> it's like hydra in the marvel comics where it's like as you cut off one head two more appear that you don't know who is there are people in other tribes that are actually secret facebook agents
1: yes well what are what are the other things that facebook owns don't they own like a shit ton of stuff now? i think
0: now america oh okay i think actually the country of america
1: (laughs) so someone's like we're popeyes don't get upset with us and we're like we know that you're facebook (laughs) Oh my god! We haven't talked about Popeyes in so long we on have this show, not. and we're still really trying to get that sponsorship. We really want to get sponsored by Popeyes. And
0: we use we see you. Uh, speaking of GameStop, Popeyes mm-hmm. with the deal that had GME, I think is a yep. Dollar GME, the GameStop stock uh, title as a code mm-hmm. to get free chicken tenders. We see you. We see you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It might be just making sure that that you know the the Reddit crowd doesn't come after Popeyes at yeah. any point. But you know what? You're playing the game. We get it. They're playing
1: a way better game than KFC is playing this week. Oh, my God. Wait, if nobody's seen this, KFC decided that for Black History Month, February, their marketing campaign was going to be like a wing, basically, like a a breaded and fried chicken drum. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then in its shadow, its shadow is like a black power fist. It's (laughs) so... So tone deaf and embarrassing. So tone
0: deaf. It's It's unbelievable.
1: Awful. So Popeyes, you're doing the right things. (laughs) Popeyes, like, we're going for the nerds. (laughs) Just
0: fuck it. Like (laughs) just full fuck it. Man.
1: Honestly, very
0: smart. Very smart. I mean the This is making me really, I'm I'm not really sure what my post-apocalyptic, even though this is my question. This is your question, This is my absolute question. And I had a real hard time answering it myself because there's so many different avenues that you want to like dig into a little bit. I know. I thought about a bunch of other ones. What what were some of your others so I can stall? Oh, no. Um, They were
1: all really bad. Like they don't make any sense at all. So no, sorry. (laughs) No more stalling. Tell me your answer right now. It's on Facebook. You have to tell me everything. (laughs) No. What did you eat for lunch? Oh, my
0: God. My, like, my high school buddy that had, <laughs> was trying to sell me into a pyramid scheme mm-hmm. is going to ask me about this later when 100%. I tell you. 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with Enterprise Rent-A-Car.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly, of all the directions, I did not see that one happening.
0: Well, Please that's exactly that's exactly how we're going to end up working out is that, you know, in the post apocalypse, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of excess of materials mm-hmm. that... Uh, aren't really claimed by anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. So many people have died in the in the GameStop wars of 2021 <laughs> that there's excess of everything. Yeah. And so, much like Enterprise, our job will be to uh, take a bunch of crap mm-hmm. and lend it out to people for their use. Mm. For money. Yeah. Or for and goods favors. and services uh-huh. and favors. Uh, and then get it back. So really, right. we're continuing to have the same amount of stuff that we're continuing to lend out and lend out. Yeah. Um, and getting money for it repeatedly over Lone and over sharks. again. Loan sharks kind of nice. vibe to it. So we're, we're going to have cars and then weaponry. And, mm. you know, we're, we're the people that you go to like private army Yeah, kind of vibe of that you're running up against, uh, the, the Twitter tribe as the Facebookers. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we need some extra muscle. Yeah. And we'd be like, well, tell you what, we've got, you know, some submachine guns. We've got, you know, some, uh, some equipment you can use in this battle, but you've got to return it when you're done. Or if it gets damaged in battle, then you pay an extra fee for any damages done True. in there. And you're like, cool, we don't need this most of the time, but we're about to go to battle. So, like, we need it right now. And mm-hmm. Like That's exactly what we're here for. It's not, not permanent ownership, just Smart. temporary. And then we get it back. And then we're seen as, like, the good guy for helping out, even though we are getting paid for it. Sneaky.
1: See a battle between Facebook and Twitter is really just going to be them like annoying each other to death because don't you feel like people are one or the other? They're either Facebook people or they're Twitter people, and they think that the other social media is like insufferable.
0: Definitely. Well, then then you have the Instagram people. Oh yeah. That I don't think are actual a lot of the time social media people. Right. And not in the same way anyway. No. It's people that are very busy doing other things and just wants to have that as a portal to the internet, and they don't. No beyond hashtags they're, they're not the ones that are looking at the analytics or any stuff right. like that they're just like the hip crowd that the influencers that are in right. there on Instagram taking pictures of all the cool shit they're doing that people wishes they could do yep, but they're not looking at the analytics and doing analyzations of what hashtags to use on different stuff like they might have like people they have to do that right but then you got Twitter, which is just this like fucking dark hole of (laughs) doom scrolling it's like the the dark alley off a diagon alley (laughs) yeah you aren't (laughs) supposed to go down that's twitter (laughs) that's very true and then facebook is diagon alley itself yep where Mm -hmm. there are some really dangerous things that happen there but there's a pleasant face to it
1: exactly and you can't really tell that you're in a dangerous place right away sometimes yeah and then sometimes it's like egregiously dangerous and horrifying (laughs)
0: I I would be the person that everybody kind of looks to for help Mm -hmm. uh, and doesn't end up really taking a side most of the time, Mm -hmm. even though we privately do have our own motivations. Mm -hmm. But uh, we amass so much like wealth and favors that when shit really does go down,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, if we're in trouble, we get to call that shit in.
1: Yeah. Fair. So. Do you think that you and I would be able to like stick it out through the GameStop Wars of 2021? Uh, Me being a secret Facebooker, pub- public Instagrammer, and you being an enterprise <laughs> rent-a-car person?
0: Well, I think actually we would be able to work together really well is that mm-hmm. you would be able to tell me when people mm-hmm. needed my services. Yes. And in exchange, I would kick back a little bit to you on any uh, uh, earnings that I made. Nice. So just like the French Revolution, mm-hmm. the people that revolt against the dominant class mm-hmm. end up becoming just as bad as the class that they upended.
1: Yes. And I feel like we would have to keep our relationship a secret. So that knew, nobody knew that we were in each other's pockets.
0: And also, unlike nowadays with the people in charge, I'm just guessing in the post-apocalyptic environment, more cannibalism probably. hmm Like there'd just be like a masses of more people just being like, I've always wanted to try it, people. Definitely. Definitely. Let's, let's give it a shot. Once all the
1: drugs run out, then we're going to go to the next best thing, which is definitely that sweet, sweet contraband meat. Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm getting some rope roast. And they're like, oh, God, not Forbidden my Forbidden
1: meats. We go for the Instagrammers first because they've all had like BBLs done.
0: <laughs> right. The most juicy meats. Kim Kardashian was like the first to go. Oh, she's gone. Yeah. She's, she's...
1: gone before the drugs are gone. People just want to eat her.
0: <laughs> eat her ass, but not in, like a sexy way. No. And I like, literally like lop off yep. two hams of ass. <laughs> So like I slow really roast. don't love two hams of ass. What I don't love is that they lop it off and then they eat it raw. Like if you are going to get a big old Cardassian rump roast, at uh-huh. least do like a slow smoke or something. Yeah, some treat, seasoning. It with, treat it with respect. I mean, it's it's a it's a big like.
1: It's an expensive cut of meat. It's an ex- literally. very expensive cut of meat. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> we're we're right at the end. We've got just a, a few more minutes here. True. Um, Should we ask done. the last
1: question or save it? I. You know, let's go ahead and save it. We're, okay.
0: we're uh, right Ooh. at the very end now. So. A
1: tease for next time. Yeah. And it's a question for me, which means that it's it's a something. <laughs> <laughs> it could be good or bad. It, it is, knows? in fact, a question. It is a question. It has a question mark at the end. <laughs> and I, it came from my little brain.
0: Your little brain. <laughs> this scary question. little brain. Uh, yeah, we are right at the tail end here, yeah. so I think I think we can yeah, just save that for later. I don't right. want to rush through. It's a good question. Oh, thank you. So, so much. I want to give it don't time. Don't gas to breathe. me up too
1: much. People are going to listen to next episode. <laughs> we're going to ask the question first, and then they're going to cut out.
0: I'm just trying to make sure that we're on good sides with each other. So when the apocalypse does happen, our relationship is Enterprise rent a car and Facebook works mm-hmm. out relatively well.
1: Yeah, we're touch and go. Yeah. we'll see what happens when it happens.
0: Much like the the uh, acceleration on a used car from Enterprise. <laughs>
1: You're already trying to get that in there, <laughs> subliminal messaging. By the way,
0: this episode sponsored by not either one of those. <laughs> I'm
1: factors. not really doing a great job because I railed against Facebook and our robot overlord, Mark Zuckerberg, and then just said that it was my team. So. It's going to
0: be weird how we look at our numbers and go, like, nobody's listening. And people are asking us, like, hey, have you released the episode? Uh-huh. It's just not showing up <laughs> in any nowhere. of those feeds. <laughs> Then, like out of Jurassic surprised. Park, instead of like Newman popping up going nah, ah ah, it's uh, just Zuckerberg and the dude from Hot Ones next to oh, each other, no. just going ah, ah ah like arms around each other, <laughs>
1: and they're like ears are sparking,
0: <laughs> <laughs> lizard faced eyes on one of them, oh, definitely, yeah,
1: one lizard faced eye on each person, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just really to confuse us, not
1: blinking. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at
0: all. Alien lizard AI. Yeah. Also,
1: please please let us know if you listen to this do you agree that the hot ones guy is a robot because i'm really upset about it and i've talked about this multiple times to mike unfortunately for him um but i can't get over it and i need other people to tell me that they think he's a robot <laughs> he has no emotion at all and he asks these crazy questions to these hilarious people they respond and he literally is like haha next question for you <laughs> like, it's so awful why do
0: people it i watch a lot of it like and the thing is is that i agree with you 100 percent. but if i had a chance to be on there i would i, I would go too, on but H- i wouldn't
1: H- be H- able ones. to not roast him no a i would
0: i 100 percent ask him yeah i would ask him like are you in fact a robot yeah you like, need to know how
1: has nobody asked him and he'd be point?
0: like ha ha no i am not that is funny i get asked that a lot and then that episode never drops and we both get murdered we're <laughs> found in a dumpster in newark somewhere definitely yeah <laughs> I don't know why Newark probably because there's a lot of bodies found that in feels Newark. right yeah. yeah I feel
1: like there's a, a there's at least one body in every dumpster in Newark <laughs> I
0: mean, you know that old phrase
1: that's actually on the welcome to Newark
0: <laughs> there's a body in every dumpster in Newark
1: that's not a great selling point they should really work on that
0: but I, it is intriguing it's a weird choice they put it on the license plates too <laughs>
1: It's too wordy for a list. It takes up the font is
0: really small to fit on the bottom of the license plate. They may as well
1: just put "You're gonna die," probably.
0: (laughs) That's actually Maine's uh, thing, isn't it?
1: You never see that one coming.
0: Live free or you're gonna die. I think that's what it's. Uh, Stephen
1: King lives there. <laughs> He's the one that came up with the
0: license plate. He, a- like... he actually owns Maine. He, I so wouldn't be
1: surprised whatsoever. He bought it
0: from Facebook when they were buying America. <laughs> Stephen King's like ah, and they're like cool, cool you're cool, you have yeah. Maine. We don't give a shit. You release like a book every six months. You're good. You're a closer. <laughs> we like closers here. Like.
1: Oh, my God. I wouldn't be surprised at all if, like, in the near future, states are all sponsored by whoever owns them. Oh, my God. (laughs) 100%. And it's mostly Facebook. There is some Amazon. Tesla owns some of the the weird states. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just the
0: Rocky Mountains.
1: Tesla owns, like, the West Coast or something. And then there's just something really random where, like, you didn't think that he would be that into it. But, like, I don't know. For some reason, Tom Hanks bought New Hampshire. Something (laughs) like that. And I'm like, I'm moving to hanks hampshire i gotta hanks go hampshire.
0: i deserve it you're like i didn't think that tom hanks would not only sign off on all these companies owning the other territories but he's like i'm gonna cut off a little piece of pie for my own
1: <laughs> i would love it it's just us tom rita and his son that and always speaks in the like, jamaican accent
0: <laughs> weirdly like uh, rita rutner buys rhode island and you're just like <laughs> oh, okay cool that's a strange i i didn't even know she was around still like that's I, yeah
1: good for her i support her i'm not moving there
0: i mean danny devito's got you know it's always sunny and she's got all of rhode island (laughs) so
1: (laughs) oh my god i would definitely move
0: to a place if danny devito was in charge of it would you
1: yeah wouldn't you (laughs) i trust him with my life and i I don't know why i don't trust i
0: I would definitely love to hang out with him like i i got nothing but love and respect for danny devito but i don't know about being in charge of stuff though
1: I don't know. I feel like I trust him.
0: Like, and I'm not even talking about his character on It's Always Sunny or anything that I've heard directly about him. It's just like I don't look at Danny Vito and goes like, "There's the guy that knows what's what. It's like in charge of shit and gets shit done. He's Danny fucking DeVito. Yeah, he he's is. got his own thing going on and it's great and mm-hmm. he, he's hilarious and a great actor. But he's not the one that is like the type A personality that has everything under fucking control all the time.
1: I don't think that he has everything under control, but I think that he would make me feel safe. <laughs>
0: And like anybody that moved to Danny DeVitoville, uh, yeah, <laughs> wasting away again in Danny, Danny DeVitoville, yeah, <laughs> that they would just be chill too. Like yes. there'd be just a vibe there where everyone would just get along. I and hang really out. think so. Drink wine out of a can.
1: I think it'd be super cool. Every Friday we all sit around and watch Matilda. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: <laughs> out of all of those movies, you're thinking like the fucking banging Friday night party (laughs) is going to be completely encircled by. Well, he directed
1: that one. It's like, he's very proud of it. I don't know what else he's directed personally, (laughs) so I'm choosing Matilda.
0: Cool. Friday night Matilda party. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: would love that. Mara Wilson would definitely show up. She's very cool.
0: Mara Wilson gets her own town in Rhode Island, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Matildaville. Matildaville. (laughs) She's like. I played that role when I was a kid. Like, and I can't name it after myself. Oh, no, no. just the character. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay.
1: No. Well, when you live in Danny DeVito land, you kind of have to do what he wants.
0: I, I really think that uh, Danny DeVito and... Uh, the Margaritaville guy, uh, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett need to fight to the death in in our de- death match. Ooh, uh, they're not then classic. Whoever but they wins be. gets to own Margaritaville. I think Danny DeVito would win. Yeah, and then it would be Danny DeVitoville. Yes, and then I'm so on board with that. So much better. <laughs> so much better. I w- I've never visited Margaritaville, but you're goddamn right. I'd <laughs> visit Danny DeVitoville.
1: You're not missing that much. The drinks are like very sweet there. <laughs> <laughs> They're mostly just juice. <laughs>
0: and then the specialty wine in a can. Of course. Yeah. Oh no, I
1: meant at Margaritaville. Wine in a can's gonna be at Danny Jibetoville oh, yeah. and
0: it's gonna be like three dollars. And it's just gonna be like tidy whities and, and uh and undershirts. There's not gonna be like Hawaiian shirts everywhere like it is in Margaritaville.
1: <laughs> Straight up underwear. Underwear.
0: Just everyone in underwear.
1: <laughs> Sounds so comfy.
0: <laughs> I love that. Like boxer briefs? No, just the tidy whiteys. Mm-hmm. Loose fitting in the ass, if you can, as well.
1: <laughs> Just a, it's a non-sexual t- place to live. It's
0: also to fend off all. This is all in the post-apocalypse, so the cannibals yeah. won't <laughs> see what kind of rump you got and want to <laughs> lop off a slice. <laughs> oh Lord! Unfortunately, I could wear the tightest of the tidy whities
1: and they still wouldn't there's, want to. There's of no
0: ass eating in Danny DeVitoville.
1: Nope, none at all. None whatsoever. <laughs> Danny wants to feel safe where he lives.
0: That's that's in Cardassia. That's <laughs> where they eat ass.
1: They would try and buy California, yeah, 100%. They, yep. they probably would do it, too.
0: They might have the money for it. I don't mm-hmm. know. California's in debt. They might That's do it true. now. <laughs> they might
1: be the first ones to start it off. Maybe they'll be the ones that push us into the GameStop Wars. That
0: would not surprise me at this point. <laughs> we would still just call it the GameStop Wars, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
1: On that note, I think we should go and rehearse our finishing moves for when the, the next World War breaks out. <laughs> Because, like I said, I'm not that scrappy, so I should probably get working on that.
0: I need to come up with a name besides 11 Z's for my move, you know? Like, <laughs> that's where I, I, like, hold you down with my ten fingers and then slap you in the face with my dick. Definitely. Like 11 Z's. Yes. Oh, wait, that's genius, though. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. Yeah.
0: I've been working on it for years. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to watch The Password is Courage again and get all my Dirk Bogard <laughs> sweet moves. My namesake.
0: Your namesake. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my namesake that nobody knows. Real crying shame. That's the classic actor that should win. Dirk I'll tell Bogard you that for sure. D- Dirk Bogard has had quite the career. <laughs> 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 we'll get into this on the next episode. Yeah, of Oh, man. If you like the show. Let us know by buying our merch because we would love to see you out and about in it in the loosest fit possible as so as to not show off your features
0: <laughs> in the next world war. We don't want the cannibals getting our listeners is what we're saying. Yeah,
1: We don't want your ass and titties cut off. <laughs> <laughs> so buy your uh, extra larges at com slash store from our T Public page. Rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And follow all the other shows at GUIPodcast.com. They are good.
0: I also want to make mention that we are going to be doing some mini-sodes moving forward oh, uh, yes. every other episode that we release. And hopefully we're going to get to where we have... Hopefully every week. Yes, um, that's the goal. Is the goal is that we have a mini-sode, then a full length, and then a mini-sode, and what have you. And Should we
1: tell them about what the mini-sodes are called? I
0: love it. I, it's such a brilliant name. I'm, I'm so proud of you. What is the name of our mini-sodes?
1: Minor Upsets. Minor Upsets is Woo! so perfect. So that will be starting very soon.
0: That will be us focusing on a story, either a news story or just something we find on the internet, mm-hmm. and focusing on that and talking about it. So just doing we'll, a deep dive. A deep dive into a story or a a thing that is upsetting from the internet. Exactly. uh, Just a way for us to kind of break away from listener questions or or hypotheticals that we come up with and dig into just the other weird upsetting stuff that happens in the world. There's plenty
1: of shit going on. Plenty. (laughs) So
0: next episode should be our minor upsets.
1: Yay! So stay tuned. And for another episode of Deeply Upsetting, I'm Amy Bogart. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. Thank you. Bye!
0: What are you all standing around looking at? Make the band play! Podcast.com. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like... A John Waters keyman man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up, available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, The Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network. As we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness. I'm lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness.